the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You don't have to use Twitter to understand how great a day this is for free speech in America. Therefore, a great day for America. Therefore, that's why we'll lead a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley with show with news that Elon Musk is uh, buying Twitter and is taking it private away from the leftists who have uh, done nothing less than author funny business-wise, the state of our country. Uh, that was not very elegantly stated, but they have uh, reordered the future of America, the current situation we are in with a Democratic administration in the White House that has given us a wide-open southern border, which invites terrorists from any corner of the globe into our country with virtually no resistance. Compromised our standing internationally with our allies. Made us uh, vulnerable in the eyes of our enemies. Damaged the poor and the middle class with rampant inflation. Astronomical gas prices that are totally the creation of an inept energy policy. Compromised the minds of our youth with this administration's enslavement to progressivism, leftism, via teachers' unions. That's what hopefully will be reined in by Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter. And you say, wow, you're really overvaluing Twitter. I understand that you may not use Twitter. You may not even know what it is. You may not understand it. You don't have it on your phone. But I would hope you would understand free speech I would hope you would understand the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, which says that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. How many violations of the First Amendment have occurred in the last year plus because leftists have been in charge of Twitter. We have a president who I am firmly convinced would not be president if only Twitter had allowed the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop to have been seen by the masses of voters, somewhere between 4 and 16% of whom say 
They would not have voted for Joe Biden if they had known about Hunter Biden's laptop. If four to 16 percent, even on the low end of that, had changed their vote in the presidential election or not voted for Joe Biden, Donald Trump would be our president. I'm not sitting here saying Donald Trump would solve all our problems. But we wouldn't have astronomical gas prices because we wouldn't have demonized domestic energy. We would not have 18,000 migrants running for the border every single day. I don't think we would have war in Ukraine. Therefore, putting a bunch of money back in America's pocket with all the, and I'm for it, the funding of Ukraine. So that's why I see this being a seismic development in the history of our country. Now, is it possible that Elon Musk has us all fooled by spending $44 billion to buy Twitter and say he's dedicated to keeping it a free speech platform? Is there any concern at all that he's an evil oligarch who has too much power and may be a dirty double-crosser? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little concerned about that, but... You have to judge people by their words and by their actions, and it's pretty hard to think, given the words and actions of Elon Musk, the new owner of Twitter, that he could possibly be a worse steward of all the power that that platform has. The New York Post was not allowed to report on the apparent dirty foreign business dealings of the son of the now-sitting president. That laptop has been now verified by the New York Times and the Washington Post. Sure, after the fact, what are we going to do? Change who's in the Oval Office? No, of course not. Now we have at least one weapon in the battle for free speech in our country. We still don't have Google. We still don't have YouTube. We still don't have Instagram. Probably never get them. I'm sure the left now will coalesce around the remaining woke resources it has to position and control public speech. I fully expect that. Maybe all the lefty nut jobs will leave Twitter and it will become pretty much what Getter is right now, which is an echo chamber of conservatives. I don't know. There's just something addictive about Twitter. Habits are hard to break. All habits are hard to break. And I think enough people are enslaved, I am, to Twitter because it's a great place to curate information for this show. It's a great place for me to get my opinions out to you. I think enough people are engaged on Twitter that it will not go away. And I'm convinced that the only cure for... Censorship is more free speech. Once Elon Musk is in control of Twitter, you can probably say that Rachel Levine and Leah Thomas are biological men. You can't say that, at least you couldn't yesterday, before Musk bought Twitter or you would be banned. You'll be free to say that masks don't work or that there's no science to say that masks work. Couldn't say that before either. You'll be entitled to post any and all information, studies, analysis, opinion that climate change is overblown. Can't do that now. 
And if you believe the 2020 presidential election was stolen from Donald Trump, you'll be able to say that as succinctly as posting Trump won. Free speech is good. Why do leftists fear it so much? Why do they fear it so much? It's very simple. It's very simple. It's as simple as shaving points in a sports contest. It's as simple as stacking the deck in poker, counting cards in a game of blackjack. If you can figuratively put your foot on the scale, you win every argument because the dissenting view never gets heard. Never gets heard. Why would you not want dissenting arguments to be heard? Because you know your argument is a loser in comparison to the dissenting argument you are silencing, right? If you are convinced that you can articulately, eloquently, and convincingly argue your position, you want the dissenting opinion exposed to the light of day because you know your ideas, your logic, Your reasoning is sound, and you know that the other side is not. That is why conservatives prize free speech and do not fear leftist arguments being compared to conservative arguments because we know our ideas are better. It was so interesting this morning. I was driving my high school daughter to school, and she was preparing for a history quiz, and they are studying the 1980s and the Reagan administration. And she was quizzing me to see how much of it I knew. And it hit me as we talked about the Cold War and about trickle-down economics and the new federalism and Star Wars and all those things that contributed to the Reagan presidency being transformative for our nation and digging us out of the degradation of the Carter years, the Iran hostage crisis, astronomical inflation, national malaise. It hit me how similar our era now was to the onset of the Reagan era. And how the things that he did are the things that we as conservatives are still advocating for. Why? Do we not have any new ideas? You could maybe argue that if you're a Democrat. My response would be, why would we come up with a new idea if the ideas we have are proven to have worked? That is why leftists are aghast at a free speech absolutist like Elon Musk owning Twitter. They want our arguments eliminated, marginalized, demonized, silenced, because our arguments are vastly superior to theirs. And they full 
well know it. As promised on the movie 2000 Mules, you know the New York Post had the Hunter Biden story cold. Influence peddling, big checks, unqualified for the tens of thousands of dollars Hunter Biden, the son of Joe Biden, was getting every month from Burisma, from China. We now have this week reports of Hunter Biden's business partner making 19 visits to the Obama White House and to the vice president's residence when Joe Biden was the vice president. To meet with Joe Biden, we have, I forget if it's emails or a tape of this business partner of Hunter Biden's at Rosemont Seneca, Hunter Biden's firm that he built to use influence peddling to become a multimillionaire. We have a record of this guy sending an email to Hunter Biden saying, Hey, I talked to your dad. He's really concerned about his earning power after he leaves office. Oh, but Joe told Peter Ducey in the Iowa primaries, I don't know anything about my son's business dealings. Well, the New York Post had that story cold. Miranda Devine was the reporter. Now, Miranda Devine, her comments on the movie 2000 Mules, which Donald Trump talked about Saturday. She says that this is, quote, the most compelling evidence to date of a systematic scheme to subvert the electoral process. The analysis for this was done by a woman named Katherine Engelbrecht, who's the founder of True the Vote, and data analyst Greg Phillips. The movie's by Dinesh D'Souza, but he talks to these two people, and Engelbrecht and Phillips hired a dozen people who put in 16-hour days for 15 months, okay? Pretty much ever since Biden took office. They combed through all the cell phone, geolocation data, surveillance videos, documents. And they believe, and I'm sure they will prove to you, that there was a highly coordinated operation in key battleground states. You have to do it all across the country. You do it in Wisconsin. You do it in Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania. Boom, election turned. People were paid to stuff mail-in ballots in unattended drop boxes, and then, oh, look, there's a water main break in Atlanta. We're going to stop counting the votes tonight. Only they didn't stop counting the votes. So Miranda Devine calls the extent of the voter fraud, quote, jaw-dropping, unquote. And she poses a scenario, and I have a buddy like this who's in Cleveland, and I talk about the Democrats getting annihilated in the midterms. And he's like, no, they won't get annihilated in the midterms. They cheated. They stole a presidential election. They're going to steal Congressional and Senate elections, too. I don't see how they can do that and take the majorities away. Certainly not the House majority. But Miranda Devine says this. They might not be good at governing, talking about Democrats, but when it comes to seizing power by foul means or fair, they are world class. They have a cunning plan. So this brings me back to why it's so big that Elon Musk bought Twitter. Because now we have a weapon. We've been fighting with... Words that we have to ask permission to say. Please don't ban me from Twitter for saying that it's ridiculous to contend that Rachel Levine is the first female four-star admiral when Rachel Levine is biologically a man. Please don't ban me when I say that Leah Thomas should not be able to swim with biological females because Leah Thomas is a biological male. You can get banned for that. You can get banned for saying, well, look, 
Look at all the guys. Look at Marty McCari. Look at uh, Jay Bhattacharya on the Great Barrington Declaration, Declaration about COVID being vastly overstated. Bye-bye. Gone. See you later. Doubt the veracity of the vaccine? Question mask mandates, the constitutionality of them? Nice knowing you. Our founders understood the gravity of free speech. Here's a quote from Benjamin Franklin. Freedom of speech is a principal pillar of a free government. When this support is taken away, the constitution of a free society is dissolved and tyranny is erected on its ruins. (laughs) Tell them, Ben. The quote continues. Republics and limited monarchies derive their strength and vigor from a popular examination into the action of the magistrates. Yes. I referred to this Saturday in my speech at the Trump rally, where I said, we're in a period of darkness in our country, but I sense a building light on the horizon. The light shining on darkness eradicates darkness and disinfects the darkness. Now, The irony of this next soundbite is, well, a whole host of things. It is rich. It is uh, funny. And it shows you how detached, how myopic the left is to its own twisted actions. When you hear Ari Melba of MSNBC decrying the purchase of Twitter by Elon Musk, As you listen to him saying what Elon Musk could do at Twitter, ask yourself, um, haven't you guys on the left already been doing this very thing? You own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else. And the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Is that satire? No, it isn't. He's serious. He's reading the Democratic playbook from 2020 and after. And talking about how much he fears it happening. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.